Welcome to Your Community with Dick Boost. Your Community is presented by AmeriCool Heating and Air Conditioning. My guest on Your Community is Kathy Percival, or some call her Percy Percival. Welcome to Your Community, Kathy. Thank you for being here. Oh, thank you, Dick, for inviting me. Kathy has so much history, we could uh, do three or four or five or six programs just on uh, Kathy alone. Her family once owned the Rockway Leland Building, where we are right now. It used to be Olympia Oil and Wood. Yep, that's correct. It was that's built good. in 1941. Oh, my gosh. And uh, your family also owned, uh, was it? Uh, Mel Chevrolet in Shelton. That my grandfather started in uh, 1928, right during the Depression, and and uh, Shelton was a really um, a depressed community at that time. the The timber industry hadn't really begun yet, um, and so um, so I often wonder how did he do it? You know, uh, how did he uh, take the um, the opportunity? Where did he get the money to finance the cars? You know, just all those things in the middle of a depression. Like I say, many programs out of this, and I'll touch briefly briefly on the fact that your husband is the late uh, Jack Percival, the uh, jazz musician. Right, right. He was a piano player, started out um, his profession with the Harry James Orchestra, which was considered one of the finer orchestras back in the 50s to 70s. And performed in uh, Tumwater in the... uh, Yes, at the at at the Red Kelly uh, Jazz Club, and they founded the uh, the uh, Owl Party. That's right. Yes, uh-huh. and it it was uh, uh, the night um, uh, that they sat around and created this this party because it was kind of a boring year, 1976, and uh, there was a um, a fellow who was the political. Uh, uh, journalist he he was in with the party came home and wrote it up on the um, news wires and sent it out and the next morning red gets a call from nbc news wanting to know <laughs> about the owl party and he was still drunk from the night before so he <laughs> and so that's when he came up with the slogan just uh, out out with logic, on with lunacy. It's, and we don't give a hoot. And we don't give a hoot, yeah. The owl party was born. Uh, the owl party. And your husband ran for state treasurer right. on the owl party ticket. Right. Well, we didn't come down here to talk about that. I just wanted to uh, remind everybody or tell everybody about Kathy's remarkable history right here in our community. Uh, you wrote a book called There Must Be Some Way, and I read the book. And a lot of it has to do with you overcoming stuttering. You were once a stutterer. That's uh, right. You talk about how you got rid of that. Yeah, yeah. So um, I started at age four and a half. And at that time, there wasn't a lot of um, therapy for uh, stuttering. It was. It wasn't until like '47 when the soldiers came back from the war and had experienced head injuries that they uh, they started to look at stuttering as an issue. And so I kind of went through the whole process as a little kid. You know, people kind of not looking at me or helping me finish my sentence or not too many laughing at me, but certainly feeling uncomfortable with communication. So I just kind of stayed a lot by myself for a number of years, you know, kind of staying in my bedroom. And and, uh, then I started to think like, well, 
there must be some way that I can say this word. And then I'd go through and I'd figure out what was a similar word to that one. And so I started implementing that rather than attacking the, the trouble word. I would replace it with another word that I could say. And so that then um, led to some other uh, strategies when I had like a what I called a bridge um, a statement. It was like, uh, like uh, oh, you know, and that would get me kind of the, the breath going, and then I could go into my sentence. And uh, yes, hello, I mean, that's how I used to answer the phone, and my mother got mad at me so <laughs> because it sounded rude. But, you know, so I just found these different strategies, and then I went to, I finally found a, um, a therapist when I was 30 years old, I, I never gave, gave up. I wanted to be able to talk like a normal person. And within nine months, we had me pretty well cleared up. And uh, There must be some way. There must be some way. You yeah. just kept at it. Yeah, yeah. And if this didn't work, you tried something else. That's right. Percy, Kathy, you are an inspiration to me. After I read your book and was writing my own and ran into stumbling blocks, I thought of your book, oh, there must be yeah, some way. way to overcome this problem. So, Oh, great. I'm so glad I was of help. You were, and uh, we could spend the whole program here talking about stuttering. And uh, I, I, every, I think most people know that uh, one of the reasons our president President Biden talks mm-hmm. the way he does is because he has a stuttering problem, or right. at least we're told he does. Yeah, yeah. So you sympathize with that, I'm sure, when you hear him talk. Yeah, exactly. And then the other thing was um, part of the therapy was the first day was to listen to a speaker and listen to how often they used a bridge word like an uh or um. So I went to church the next Sunday and the um, the pastor used um and uh 32 times in the first 15 minutes. And I thought, it's just another way of talking, you know? <laughs> so yeah, so that made me feel instantly better. This Your Community podcast is presented by AmeriCool Heating and Air Conditioning. We'll be right back. Summer is here. Are you ready? Stay cool this summer with AmeriCool, your local independent American standard heating and air conditioning dealer. They've been serving Southwest Washington for the past 17 years and are there to take care of your heating and cooling needs. Beat the heat. Call 360-273-3300 or visit americoolonline.com. Here comes AmeriCool. We're there when you need us for your heating and air. And now we return to the Your Community Podcast. My guest on Your Community is Kathy Percival. We wanted to talk about Parkinson's. This is a new challenge for you. You found out you had Parkinson's disease, what, about four years ago, something like that? Yes, yeah, diagnosed four years ago, yeah. What what is Parkinson's disease? Well, it's a a mobility uh, disease that is uh, incurable at this time. It addresses tremors. Lots of times you see people with tremors. That could be one of the symptoms. Affects your balance. Affects uh, the way you walk, the speed, if you're walking slowly, if you're hunched over. And that's all because you're losing dopamine. The dopamine cells are being killed off by a protein that 
gets into your brain and clumps down on these do and dopamine cells and then um, weakens your muscles and that sort of thing. So it's a long-term deal. You know, it's um, very livable uh, for some. It was primarily in the uh, people that were over 60, but now they're finding younger folks that are having it. And it's becoming more and more common, the disease, mainly because of the environmental uh, issues that we have with the air and the water and our food. So we'll, be, we'll start seeing more and more people with it. How did you take it when uh, the doctor said, uh, you have Parkinson's? Uh, what was your first reaction? You've got to be kidding. That's my first reaction was, you've got to be kidding. And then I went into this kind of a shock of trauma and spent um, the next three weeks uh, in my bed, you know, with the, underneath the covers, you know, and just, just totally like, oh, this is the end, you know. I started looking on uh, Google to Google, you know, what was going on. And it was even worse, you know, because they talked about oh, what yeah. the end stage looks like and, you know, the various. And then I thought, well, life is over, you know. And so after about three weeks, I uh, thought, you know, there must be some way that I can get through this. And I thought, uh, you wrote a book on it. <laughs> Go read your book. So, so I started out and I looked at the... Um, the things that bugged me the most and the first things were the tremors. And so I, um, I got weighted silverware, so I wasn't flinging food around. I got a weighted pen because one of the um, symptoms is called mycographica. And when you write, it's almost so small that you can't read your own writing because it's just tiny, tiny. It's just, it's just the most amazing thing. And uh, so then I got a weighted pin, and then um, I finally ended up with compression gloves, and that stops the tremors in the fingers. So now that I can, if I feel like I'm having kind of a difficult day, you know, I just put on my gloves, and that tends to stop it after a period of time, and then I can go on. So, yeah, so I've just found by addressing the, the individual symptom, I've been able to, you know, conquer a lot of what happens during the day and um, yeah and and now I'm working on um, my balance issues uh, but also the thing that is the most debilitating is fatigue and you feel like all of a sudden it just hits you and it's like climbing Mount Everest to even get to your bed. It's just so, and it just comes on. So the discouraging part for me is that I, I love being around people and doing activities, and I never can um, uh, predict when this is going to happen. So I make commitments to do this or that and end up having to call and cancel because I just can't, just can't do it. So. My guest, uh, Percy Percival, and uh, we're talking about Parkinson's disease, and how uh, Percy is handling it. So it uh, sounds like you're handling it very well, but it's kind of a lonely thing, is it? I mean, yeah. you have the disease. Other people don't, and they're, oh, poor Percy. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. You know, you're all by yourself kind of, right? Yes, I'm able to live independently, which is just really um, wonderful. You know, I'm, I'm glad I have that ability to do that. Talking about, it, it really is each Parkinson's patient has their own story. Uh, 
and it's because um, the symptoms are different. You know, um, and and so I end up uh, getting into support groups where people have experienced in the same experiences, and we can talk about well, how do you do this, and 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 who is your new neurologist, and various things that no one else would understand. Yeah. So, yeah, you're always positive, and we're running out of time. Oh. And, and your whole purpose in being on your community is to give hope to others. Right, exactly. And uh, there may be somebody out there who has Parkinson's or maybe just found out about it, and they're right. really, really down right yeah. now. Right. What advice would you have for them? To find a support group. There's some online, but here in Olympia, there's uh, one at the uh, Senior Center that meets um, weekly. And also getting some some um, some mental health therapy. Another two of the um, unknown um, symptoms are depression and high anxiety. And a lot of that anxiety is what drives some of the other symptoms. Percy, I really thank you for being on your community this morning. You're you're uh, an inspiration to me. Through your book, uh, There Must Be Some Way, available on Amazon, is it? Yes, and I've also submitted it to um, uh, the Browser's Bookstore right next door here. All right. Well, Percy, thank you for being on the show. And uh, my best to you, your community, right here on KXXO-FM. You've been listening to Your Community with Dick Poost, presented by AmeriCool Heating and Air Conditioning. Your Community is produced by Jennifer Mathis. If your business, nonprofit, or civic organization would like to be featured on Your Community, please contact us at 360-943-9937.